Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Conqueror's Cafe. I'm your host, Twyla Reed. I am also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. Happy Sunday, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on this evening. What an awesome day, I tell you, to just give God thanks for just being God and just being God all by himself. As you all know, I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident which left him in a coma, paralyzed, and with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son is my son and I. And this book is our journey through his recovery. It's our testimony of hope and healing, of how we use prayer and perseverance to really just overcome the hardships and the challenges that we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities by providing support, resources, tips, and prevention insights. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, family members, and just anybody that's in their circle by teaching them how to create the life that they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany head injuries. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. A few of my other books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul. This is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. You know, after surviving a tragedy, life can become chaotic. It can become hectic. You really just feel like, uh, you know, that life is over and that you're not going to make it. The challenges that you deal with can really become so overwhelming. It can really just push you into isolation. But this is the time that you cannot give up, and it's the time that you cannot give in. It's really the time for you to truly understand the power of your words, because it's through your words where you will find the strength and the will to turn your situation around. Because through your words, you're going to find joy. Through your words, you're going to find peace, and you're going to realize that you really do possess the power to turn your tragedy into triumph. I'm also the author of the number one bestseller, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? So some of you may ask, what do you mean by that? Well, I'm really glad that you asked. So many times caregivers really never stop to realize the importance of taking care of themselves while taking care of others. And being a caregiver now for almost 18 years, I was one who always, always put my knees on the back burner. You know, it didn't matter whether it was 
just self-care, going to get a manicure, a pedicure, just taking a breather, you know, or just taking a moment to just say, hey, so get it together. I really had lost myself in the caregiving process. And so in this book, I share techniques and strategies that every caregiver needs to walk away with the peace of mind and reassurance needed to continue on their caregiving journey. I also wrote a book called My Journey, Goal Setting Journal. Now, here it is, right, guys? It's 2019, and we're in the second quarter of 2019. We're actually almost into the third quarter. Now, how many of you have achieved those goals that you set for 2019? How many have you done that? You know, I tell you, many of you just may not know how to put your goals in arm's reach. What do I mean? That means you may be having trouble writing down your goals and actually breaking them down so that they actually become attainable. Your goals should be centered around God's vision and his plans for your life. So if your day-to-day activities are not leading you towards you achieving your goals, then guess what? The things in your life that you, um, can, that you expect to change or be different, they won't change or be different. That's why you need to properly lay out your goals and go after them. And this book is definitely what you need to show you how to do just that. Um, um, one other book I want to um, talk to you guys about is uh, it's a Bible study notebook. And I don't know how many of you really sit down and take the time to evaluate your relationship with Christ. Some of you may have made a commitment this year to just really spend more time in your word. You may have decided that you just really want to have an intimate relationship with God. So for you all who are really searching for a tool to use during your Bible study time, I have just what you need. My book, The Word, The Truth, and The Light Bible Study Notebook, I really discovered that one key difference between reading and studying is writing down what you hear and what you absorb. So whether you have no Bible experience or you've studied the Bible for years, this handy Bible study notebook provides an excellent intro to personal Bible study. We also have his and her prayer journals, uh, Pray, Believe, and Receive. And we have our newest book, um, Soaring by the Power of God, 31-Day Devotional uh, to uh, Spirit-Filled Life. So more to follow on that. But um, I just want to say um, happy Sunday again. And just thank you guys for just being here with us. It is a beautiful day in Savannah, Georgia. The sun is shining. The clouds are out. I'll tell you, uh, after traveling this weekend, it really feels good to, to be home and, and get back in. We got back so late last night. But uh, it was a, an awesome trip. And I'm glad to be back home to this beautiful weather that we're having here today. Um, it's been an amazing day, and, and I said, just one that God has just graced us to see. So, again, thank you so much for joining us. Here on the Conquerors Cafe, we highlight authors, entrepreneurs, as well as survivors of traumatic events who really just made it out victorious, and now they are here to share their own testimony of hoping healing with the world, just offer encouragement and, and inspiration to those that are traveling on their own personal journey. So for today's episode or any of our episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com 
Also, we'd like to invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Conqueror's Cafe. So if you or someone you know have experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you too can become the strategist of your own destiny. So it is time for our scripture reading uh, of the the evening. And I'm going to be reading to you from 1 Peter, the fifth chapter, verse number 8. 1 Peter 5 and 8. Again, that's 1 Peter 5 and 8. And it reads, I'm going to be reading from the Good News Translation. And it reads, be alert, be on watch. Your enemy, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I'll read that again. 1 Peter 5 and 8. Be alert. Be on watch. Your enemy, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So for a few moments, I want to talk to you about, uh, from this brief topic, do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? You've heard many times that your eyes are gateways to your soul. The things that you take in on a daily basis open the doors to things of God's spirit or to the flesh. The choices that we're given are simple. Be drawn and led by the Holy Spirit or walk in the carnal flesh. If you stop and think about all the things you look at on websites, on television, magazines, uh, uh, images, those images normally control your thoughts and your desires throughout the day. So this scripture today makes it clear that our trust in God works itself out at least partly in our active stance against Satan. This resistance is to be an active resistance. It requires that we be alert and watchful, looking out for the enemy who is always trying to get us to turn our eyes off of Jesus and yield to temptation. One of the primary rules of warfare is know your enemy. The more you know about your enemy will be strategic in how you deal with situations in your life, how he thinks, what motivates him, the tactics that he uses are just a few of the things that you need to know to better assist you in devising means of counterattacking his moves and defeating him. To overcome the enemy, of our eternal spirit, the devil, the first thing we must know about him is his nature. Satan is called the roaring lion because sometimes his attacks are obvious and easily recognizable. However, him being compared to a lion also warns us that there is a component of sneakiness in his approach. Just as lions silently stalk their prey, therefore, We must be on guard. We must be alert, and we must be on watch against his attack. Peter described the devil as the lion wandering around until he finds someone to devour. And most big game hunters consider the lion what? The most dangerous of animals. They are referred to as the king of the jungle. It is extremely powerful and can move very fast and very low. 
you know, out of sight in tall grassland areas. It has a great ability to track its prey, being crafty in its maneuvers and deceptive in its motives. A lion's awesome roar imparts fear that often paralyzes its prey, making defeat all the easier. Peter precisely recognized all of these features and characteristics with the devil. The devil is powerful, deceptive, secretive, and can act suddenly if given an opportunity to attack. His roar against us can cause us to tremble and fear become so consumed with anxiety. Peter was writing to Christians who were experiencing great persecution and torment, and they understood this graphic image as Paul was speaking. The enemies of Christians often operate secretly. However, the identity of these enemies was also unknown and difficult to immediately identify. The devil acts like a warning line towards believers and, this is, unbelievers alike. He has no preference and he shows no favoritism when he attacks. A lion's actions are consistent and steady, whether its prey uh, is a gazelle or a young zebra, it doesn't matter. His behavior does not change according to his prey. That is key. I need you to hear that. It is in his nature to be like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour and take out. In other words, a lion acts like a lion always. The devil is often portrayed as a little rascal with a pitchfork sitting on our shoulder and whispering, you know, little things in our ear. But nothing could be more farther than the truth. The devil is always seeking out destruction and ruin. He is forever on the prowl. He's never satisfied with his most recent kill. The devil is a vicious opponent, a deadly enemy. And there is nothing funny or humorous about his tactics or his intent. And there certainly is nothing to laugh about if you are his intended victim. The only way to ensure that Satan does not gain an opportunity in our lives is to remain close to Jesus Christ and to seek, his, to seek a daily walk with him and guidance and strength offered to us by the Holy Spirit. We must keep our determination to say no to the temptations to sin and to seek God's forgiveness quickly anytime we fail to keep God's command. Lift up your eyes high and see who has created all things, the creator of the ends of the earth, the everlasting God. Do you see what I see? Amen. 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 I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. So if you are a survivor of a TBI or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org, or you may call 912-335-3799. Sister Sin. For personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866.
for your custom-made, personalized gift baskets and candles. The Birmingham Flares. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. If you have a business, or an event that you would like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at Twilo Reed for details. We have an amazing show lined up for you guys on this evening. I am so super excited. We have just a, a, just a special treat for you. Our guest is a published author. Uh, uh, he is filled with wisdom to empower, educate, and enlighten you. So I want you all to relax. Grab your cup of coffee, grab your cup of tea as we be uh, as we are prepared to be blessed by this true anointed vessel. But first, we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back. But do not move because we'll be right back. Hello, this is Cherie Barnes of SheriBarnesAuthor.com, and you are listening to The Conqueror's Cafe Radio Show. Yeah. Oh. The sound is so sweet. Jesus, 
at the mention of your name, the scales fall from their eyes. Once blinded eyes will see that you are, you are, Lord. So at the mention of your name, the scales fall from their eyes. Once blinded eyes will see that you are, you are, Lord.
Amen, amen. That is mentioned by Fresh Fresh Star Worship. One of my favorite, favorite songs. I tell you, that song just puts me in worship mode, and it's kind of hard to come out of it. I almost want to just sing it right now, because how many of you know that sickness has to bow at the mention of his name, at the mention of his name, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess. So welcome back. I tell you guys, this is, um, I have to kind of come back here. Uh, welcome back to the Conference Cafe. I'm your host, Tyler Reed. And again, we have an amazing show lined up for you on this evening. Our guest this evening, Dr. Corey Hicks, is a speaker, a coach, an author, and a 20-plus year pharmaceutical professional. As a former All-American and Olympic hopeful decathlon athlete turned biotech executive with over 22 years as a successful motivational speaker, Dr. Hicks has inspired thousands nationally and internationally. He provides a range of coaching services from athletic to life coaching for Olympic athletes, business professionals, and students. Dr. Hicks holds a BA in education from Kentucky State University and a master's in health science from Concordia University in Irvine, California, and a PhD in health and human performance from Concordia University, Chicago, River Forest. He is also a member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated and the founder and CEO of the 3Bs LLC. So let's, uh, without further ado, we want to Good evening. Hello. Hello. How are you? Just fine. And how you doing? Good evening to you. And thank you. Thank you for uh, bringing me onto your show. Uh, I, I am just so honored to be here. So thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It is an honor, an honor, honor, honor to have you on the show. <laughs> I tell you, I am so excited, and I know that our guests are going to be in for a treat on this evening. So I know that I, uh, you know, I read your bio and all of that good stuff, but I would really like for you to just say hello to the people, you know, in your own special way. Yeah. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for joining the Conqueror's Cafe. Uh, again, I'm just excited to be here, uh, to have an opportunity to peel back the onion, to kind of tell you a little bit about my story, uh, about my book, Vision of Inspiration, and just things that have really and truly inspired me. So I'm excited to be here, and thank you for taking time out of your, your day to join us. So thank you. Amen, amen. Well, we're going to go right ahead and get started with our interview, and we're going to go back to the very beginning, Corey, okay? I want you <laughs> All right. to, to think back to the very beginning, you know, when you first started writing. I want you to share uh, what inspired you to do so, and, and, and at the point of this inspiration, would you say that it was really just a starting point uh, for your passion? Uh, yes, I had always been a writer and, and just, well, writing was my passion. English was, was one of my uh, favorite subjects, but my life, uh, through the things that I had gone through, it was just very interesting. So I would always have people to come up to me and say, hey, Corey, you know, you, have you ever thought about writing a book? Your life is so interesting. Wow. Uh, I think you ought to write a book. So it's like, so, so 
over the course of years, I want I had one person, two people had told me that this is something that uh, that they thought I should do. But the most compelling thing I want to say, because you know I am a person of faith, and I think things happen spiritually. I call them supernatural performance. Yes. And I was I was traveling. I was at work. It probably was maybe five thirty in the morning, and I went to work out before I was going out in the field. And I was on the treadmill, and it was only two people in the gym. And we were mm-hmm. kind of going back and forth, and we began to make conversation. So she was asking me so many questions. I didn't know who she was at the time, uh, but little <laughs> did I know she was a CNN international affiliate, someone who had interviewed people oh, from wow. all over the world. So we were kind of going back and forth, and she's like, wow, your life is so interesting. And she said, you're a very interesting person. She said, you ever thought about writing a book? So to me, that was final confirmation. And I said, you know what, this is something that I need to do. So as interesting, it started back in 2009 is when I published my first book, and that's how Vision of Inspiration came about as a spinoff. But when I started writing my book, there was no manual. I, I didn't necessarily look into anything. I wanted to start just writing from my heart. So as I began to, uh, yeah. as I was downloaded into spiritually, on my BlackBerry, I was flying at that time Southwest Airlines, and you can sit anywhere you want to. So I went to the back of the plane every time I would fly, and I was writing just on my BlackBerry, and I was emailing it to me. So it probably took me maybe three to four months of just going back and forth uh, with everything that was on my heart, and little did I know, I put together the book. And so once wow. I had felt that I had enough content, I just started going through all of the emails that I sent to myself, and I started arranging it in the book. And the first book was titled Values, Vision, and Versatility. And basically spoke about in order to be successful, you have to possess all three, core foundational values, vision in order to see yourself in a moment of greatness, and versatility to be a chameleon, being able to adapt to any and all situations. Yes. And if you take any one of those three out of the equation, you have unsustainable power, meaning a person can have vision and versatility, but if you don't have values, your talents will take you places that your character can't keep you. Or you can have uh, versatility and you can have values, but if you don't have vision, you don't have a sense of direction. Or you can have, again, uh, you can have uh, versatility and you can have, I mean, so vision and, vers- and values, but if you're not versatile, uh, then it's going to be very difficult for us to navigate throughout life. So, and it was a spinoff. It was a spiritual covert book. It was uh, the three V's is uh, basically for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, but it's a spiritual covert book. So, again, that's where everything came from. And then vision of inspiration was birthed from values, vision, and versatility as a spinoff of the three V series. So. Oh, I love that. Vision, values, and versatility. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and that is true. You have to have those three and they have to balance out because if you have any without one or the other, uh, just being able to navigate through life effectively will definitely <laughs> be difficult. And I like how you compare yes. that. If you have one without the other, something is going to be off balance. So it, it definitely takes all three. Now, I want to stay in the zone right here and talk about okay. your younger writing self. So if you can mm. tell your younger writing self anything at all, what would it be? Just to be aware of, uh, as a writer, uh, you're very passionate because that's your baby. 
But, you know, if you don't know any better, people will take advantage of their meaning when you're looking for publishing companies, uh, for printing, for, you know, for people to print your book. There's a lot of things. So just being aware of what I call workers of iniquity and people that may try to take advantage of your, of your passion and to really and truly to do you in, because I had a story that happened and this is interesting. My first book, again, the three V's, you know, values, vision, versatility. I'm thinking that everything is published. So I was working with this person and she was doing some things that were somewhat suspect, but you know, I was like, okay, Hey, you know, I, I won't worry about it. But anyhow, once the book was finally published or I thought it was published um, I went to my university for homecoming, and I'd had a meeting with the bookstore, and they had agreed to place my book in the uh, university bookstore to sell it. So I was excited about it, and they were they they, they was trying to attempting to scan uh, the the back of the book for the IBSN number, and it wasn't scanning through. So they said, "I think you got a problem. You may want to reach out to your publisher to see what's going on." So. As we began mm. to do the research, come to find out that she gave me a bogus IBSN number, and she never wow. published my book. Uh, so, wow. and what she did initially, she placed my book. She she placed it in the catalog of Congress temporarily, but you have to submit in the final transcript. So she yes. did that just so she could get the payment from me. And then she never submitted the final copy, so they pulled it out of there. So here it was, believe it or not, I spent probably right around $8,000 publishing my first book. It was so so many things that was going on and come to find out it wasn't published. So I guess I went into, I won't say, I guess it was a writer's block because I was just very upset about the whole thing. So from 2009 to probably right around 2011, I didn't even start working back on the book because, first of all, I wanted to make it different. I wanted to separate it from it to have nothing to do with the publishing company that I was working with. But in 2011, I had another publishing company that just reached out to me to say, I've heard about your book because it was out there temporarily. And uh, this is something that we would like to work with you on in terms of really and truly getting it published. So from 2011, back and forth, off and on until 2016, 2016 came I really, you know, I published it through iUniverse, and uh, and it was, you know, it was on the market, and it's done very well. And since then, I've had Amen. so many people reaching out, uh, just you know, reaching out to me about you know my book, and just you know, you've always you have some people that w- with good intentions, and then you have your marketers that will call you to really and truly just feed into, because everybody wants their book to be amazing and they want it to be great, yes. but you just have to have great insight to know. What's what's really legitimate and what's really a marketing ploy just to get money from you? So I guess that's the nature of the business. But I've learned a lot along the way, and uh, just to really and truly do you know do my due diligence in terms of the research, just to make sure yeah. that people don't take advantage of the passion that I have to take you know take that for weakness. So you know, all I can say is awesome, awesome advice. Uh, because, uh, you know, it happens. And, you know, when you were talking, you know, it put me in the mindset of, like, church hurt. You know how when when people experience church hurt, they don't want to go to church anymore, or they're very hesitant about really moving forward and giving God their all in a new place that they may have to go and worship. So it's kind of like the same thing, you know, being hurt by someone that you trust. Like you said, when you're when you're writing and you when you write a book, that's like your baby. 
That's your ministry. Yes. You know, you work right. hard, you exactly labored, right. you travailed, and you've done all the things. And you and when you push that baby out, you're proud of it. <laughs> you want to protect yes. it. You know, you want to love on it, and and you want it to, you know, to to do what it's supposed to do. And so, um, I, I experienced hurt as well. And so, what I I do now is, and, and I mentioned this, I pray that I don't become prey. So I P-R-A-Y right. that I never become P-R-E-Y because people are out there, hey, th- those lions, <laughs> right? They, they, they're they're <laughs> yes. seeing whom they may devour. <laughs> and That's so right. <laughs> um, and when God gives you a vision, oh, you better believe there are people out there who want to tear that vision down. And so that is great, great advice. <laughs> um, now let's talk about your book. So in regards <laughs> to your book, what is the genre of your book and the message behind the book that you're trying to portray to the readers? It's just it's a self-help motivational book, and it's called Vision of Inspiration, and basically it's encouraging you. It's in, uh, empowering you to, to be your best. I I used to quote, you can't be both pitiful and powerful in the same body. You have to choose one. Mm. So it's, and and it takes 90 days to form a habit or it's a person or it's a person taking, uh, doing the same thing, hearing and doing the same thing 25 times before it becomes habit forming. So, you know, with me having 60 days of inspiration, I just want to have where people really and truly have an opportunity to meditate on something positive. Uh, when we talk about positive vi- uh, imaging and positive sound, how it is just nourishment to your spirit and to your soul. So, you know, that is the whole purpose behind Vision of Inspiration for those who may need a little lift, for those of you who may need a recharge. Some people yeah. are trying to find themselves, but the book really and truly ministers to your soul. So. It does, and I must say that because I read your book and I loved it. And I tell you, it does exactly what he says that it does. It really gives you that uplift, inspire you, empowers you, educates you, all those things that you need when you kind of like just may get in a funk and you just may be stuck. You know, and a lot of times uh, we can get in a place where we're stuck. And sometimes we need, you know, just, just some, you know, some inspiration and something to encourage us to just kind of just keep going, keep going, and keep going. And that's what I got from that. And so um, uh, I, I want to say just thank you for writing the book because it's amazing. And no, it will, And I'm just telling, you know, our, our listeners out there, if you're really looking for an easy read to just have, you can carry it in your bag and keep it at your desk at work, you know, wherever, you know, next to your bed, just want to just, you're just feeling down or just need a just a pick-me-up. Uh, you know, a, a great day before you get up out of the bed in the morning or before you go to sleep at night, you know, just to kind of, you know, just spend a little time, you know, quiet time alone to just have something soak into your spirit. Uh, I, I really do recommend Vision of Inspiration to you. Um, now, I know I've talked about, you know, where it inspires you to do so and, and you know, to start writing. Now, let's talk yes. about the title of the book. What about... What inspired you? What's the inspiration behind the title of the book? How did you come up with the title? Well, so I write a lot on Facebook, and every week I put out a new quote. 
So by because I'm putting out these various quotes and just to see the feedback and the comments that I received from various individuals, and it kind of helped me come to the title Vision of Inspiration because that's what it was doing. It was inspiring people. It was encouraging. It was motivating people. Every uh, testimony that I heard from people say, hey, you just don't know how I needed to hear that today. So that and mm-hmm. then the vision, again, was a spinoff from values, vision, versatility, because, you know, whatever I do, I want to make sure that it's a part of the 3V series. And what my plans are to have a book specifically values, vision, versatility is basically the introduction to what is uh, the 3V uh, the understanding of the 3B philosophy. And then yes. uh, I have, my goal is to have a book on vision, which this is vision of inspiration. And then yes. another one on values and the last one on versatility. So that's where the inspiration came from. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, I'll be looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> you have work to do, Dr. Hicks. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> So uh, we definitely be pushing you, uh, you know, along the way in regards to that. Now, um, I think a lot of times uh, people really don't understand how difficult uh, it can be as a writer. You know, sometimes um, because I don't know, you know, for me, writing is very therapeutic. I write about a lot of things that I've gone through in life. And so it brings back a lot of things that I've gone through. And sometimes it can be difficult to push through. And so, uh, what is one of the most difficult challenges that you face as a writer, and how do you, how have you, or how do you overcome this challenge? So probably just being difficult in the I mean, being obedient in the writing process. And what I mean by obedient, yeah. you know, the Bible says that uh, obedience is better than sacrifice. But you know, when you are inspired to write, that's when you are birthing something special. So when yes. I felt the, the notion, first of all, I had to be obedient. When I felt, you know, the, uh, the notion to write and it's like, wow, okay, I have something great to say. I just began to write and it, it was flowing freely. It was like somebody was just talking and I was just uh, jotting down <laughs> the notes and dictating what was yes. said. So and then there were some times that um, I didn't have this writing motivation or this writing inspiration so I would write, and it would necessarily would come from me. It could have been some things that I'd gone through that day, and I'm, I'm going back reading the writings, and I'm like, no, scratch all of that because that's not the inspiration. You know, so yeah. I had to learn just to be obedient. So when, you know, the inspiration came, I was flowing to operate only when the inspiration was there and when it was not there, not to try to force something because sometimes we can, quote, unquote, say, hey, I want to write a book, but just because you want to write a book, that doesn't necessarily mean at the time that you had something to say. Most of the time yeah. that books are birthed through experiences, birthed through pain that individuals or some type of uh, event that individuals have gone through. So I just wanted to be obedient just to make sure that I was inspired every time I picked up my pen because this was my gift to the world. And, you, you know, you don't necessarily have an opportunity to do it again. So I wanted to get it right the first time. And that's what I would tell anybody. It was just being obedient, knowing when to write and when to pull back. And then just to be obedient enough to go over your manuscript to read it and see, is this something, what I call, is it divine intervention? Is it divine inspiration? If it's not, then table that and wait until the inspiration comes again. So. Wow, that's great. Now, um I know a lot of times, sometimes we can kind of just 
be like, okay, I don't know whether I want to write today. Like you said, that's a challenge. It it, it can be that just yes. being obedient to the call to write um, because uh, I had to find out the hard way. And, and I just really believe this as a writer, uh, when you go through things in life, it's never for you. It's always for someone yes. else. And so I right. really think that the person, that really goes through a lot of things like God is calling you to do something and I was angry with God for a very long time uh, with my situation with the car accident and my son and and I had to really just take a moment and hear God say hold on wait a minute this isn't about you it's not about you and I had to change my mindset to see that all the things that I've gone through in life, the car accident, the abusive marriage that I was once in, all of those things just was to bless someone else. It was for such a time as this. So being obedient to the call, so that can be difficult, especially when that thing that you've gone through, when that thing that you've endured, that you've made it through victorious on, has caused you so much hurt and so much pain. It can be difficult. That can be very challenging as a writer. So, with that being said, what are some of the things that just motivate you to keep writing, or to just keep doing it, to keep blessing the people of God, to keep kingdom building through your content, you know, to just bless the readers? Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that I'm operating in my gift, and I'm birthing my gift, yes. uh, and that's it. You know, when you understand what your calling is, again, when I, I was talking about my book, Values, Vision, and Versatility, but... One of the things in my first book I talked about is that internal element, the thing that separates you apart from everyone else, that even if you didn't get paid, you would do it for free. So my gift is to inspire, to encourage, and to motivate. And when I see the impact that my writings have on different individuals, and uh, there may be sometimes I'll write something and it's, um, you know, I will say, well, I don't know because, again, that's why I have to separate self from inspiration. Uh, you know, when God downloads something in you, you have to be able to be obedient to put it out there. So yes. there's times that I may write something and maybe I'm not feeling it, but it ain't about me. It's about the mission and my purpose, what I need to send out. And when I send that out, just the response that it gets, and it's like, wow, thank God for obedience and not really and truly just getting caught in self, but understanding yes. that uh, this is my this is my mission. This is my birth. Uh, I mean, this is my gift. And um, Dr. Miles Monroe talks about leaving this, uh, and, and I love him. I know the late Dr. Miles Monroe, but he's talked about leaving this earth empty, and everyone has an yes. obligation because this, you know, this is your gift to the world. And if you leave and you don't fulfill your obligation, or if you don't fulfill your duty, then mm. you're robbing the world of a blessing. Yeah. You're robbing the world. There's so many wow. people that destiny is tied into you doing what you're doing, tied into you pushing your gift, you know, encouraging and motivating. And if I don't do that, then I'm not serving my purpose here. So my goal is, again, to leave empty, but to know that I really and truly make a difference in the life of others. And because of my transparency, because of the things, the trials and tribulations that I've gone through, I'm able to be transparent and to let people know that if I did it, so can they. Oh, I love that. Love it, love it. Don't rob the world of your gift because there's someone who's waiting on you. You're robbing them of a blessing. That is deep. That's I right. really, and, I, you know, I want the listeners to really get that when you say that, 
you know, um, we're holding on to another person's blessings when we really aren't obedient to the things that God is calling us to do, you know. And, and you may not see it like that, and you may not understand it, but it's just so important. That's why it's so important to just give God the yes. Just be obedient. Step out on faith, which every, I say this every interview, faith for me means forwarding all issues to him, stepping out on faith and just, going with it and say, God, I trust you. I love you. You've called me to do this. I'm giving you my yes. Because like you said, you do not want to, to leave empty. And I don't want to get to heaven and God say, oh, wait a minute. You know you robbed this person of their blessing because you did not do what I called you to do. You know, who wants to go through that? That's right. I, <laughs> I know, know that's I right. wouldn't. <laughs> No, not so, at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, not at all. So um, I hear, um, I, I just heard you say, uh, you know, Dr. Miles Monroe. So let's talk about some of those that uh, inspire you. Who are some of the writers or just some people in general that inspire you? Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm really and truly inspired by Dr. Miles Monroe, the late Dr. Miles Monroe, Les Brown. It's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. I really and truly like Mike Murdoch. Uh, to be honest with you, my first book was a short book. I think it may have been right around 80-something pages. But mm-hmm. Mike, uh, Mike Murdoch had been very successful with the small books that he was creating because they were not intimidating. So as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I modeled the size of my book after him and Bill George. Bill George was the CEO for Medtronics. I went through this executive leadership uh, program for a year uh, with one of the companies that I was working with, and we had, and part of this program was we had CEOs uh, that uh, that spoke to us that would present to us once a month, and he was probably one of the most profound individuals I'd ever met because he was definitely he was a, you know he was a Christian, but he, he and he also too was a mentor to Oprah Winfrey, so but uh-huh. he wrote a book and it's called The True North and. Basically, mm-hmm. it is so many nuggets and pearls, and it's called the truth. So if anybody's never read the book, I highly recommend you to read it. And uh, it's, it's just it's uplifting, but it's about the truth north. He's about preparing everything with the end in mind, meaning whatever it is that you aspire to do, you don't wait until that opportunity presents itself. You begin to do that now. So if you want to be a CEO, you begin to act as though you're a CEO. You begin yes. to act responsible through the leadership qualities and, and, and the things that you necessarily need to do. Because what happens when those opportunities and promotions and jobs come about, when people say, hey, this person got the position, or if somebody say, hey, uh, I'm thinking about this person, what they're going to say is, I already saw that person in that role, so it was no surprise to me. So, and that was, you know, like a big aha moment because so many times we always talk about things that we want to do, but people can never yeah. see us in those particular areas because, you know, our, um, what I say, do your, do, you know, do your actions align with your goals. So we have to make sure that our actions align with our goals and align with our visions by preparing everything with the end in mind. So that book really and truly pushed uh, that understanding and concept into me. So those are some of the people that really and truly have inspired me to uh, to write. Amen. So. Yeah, that's some heavy hitters there. And so, <laughs> hey, and that's good. You know, you have to uh, um, uh, pair, you know, yourself with like-minded people. I, I, I believe this. 
when you change your mindset, your language changes. When your language changes, your life changes. And so when you yes. begin to to mimic, if you will, or, or, or you know, just soak in the knowledge that, that other people have. Like you said, if you want to be a CEO, guess what? You need to start thinking like a CEO. You need to start acting That's like right. a CEO and talking like a CEO. And so, yeah, exactly. uh, you know, so those things can, can manifest. Um, you say it best, uh, uh, Dr. Hicks, what you see, believe, and confess will ultimately manifest. And so um, right. I like when you say that because it is so true. And um, I just want people to really get the gist of that. And, and at this time, I want to open up the phone lines as well. Uh, for the listeners that are out there, if you're listening via the web or if you're dialed in and you're listening, um, if you've dialed in already, the number is 657-383-0898. Just press the number one and you, we will bring you on live to uh, you. If you have a comment or a question, if you want to talk to Dr. Hicks, uh, if you have a, you know, just a comment or question. And for those that are listening on the web, again, the number to dial in to talk to us is six five seven three eight three zero eight nine eight. Now, I don't know. Maybe we can make this a little interesting. Sometimes people are so afraid to talk on live radio. <laughs> it's okay. Just call us. Uh, maybe we can bless <laughs> yeah. you guys with a book, a free book or something. Just, you know, uh, don't be afraid to call in and talk to us. Now, uh, Dr. Hicks, uh, you are a lot of things to a lot of people, okay? So <laughs> you're in a fraternity, you're a speaker, you're a coach, you're an author, you're a 20-plus year pharmaceutical professional, <laughs> a former All-American, all of those great things, okay? Now, let's talk about your downtime. When you just have time yeah. for court, things that you just want to do to to unwind and you know just to kind of be a better you, work on on you yes. just being able to really hear God and allow those downloads to just to just to just soak in and all this good stuff. So, what are, in that <laughs> spare time, what are some things that you do that does not include writing? <laughs> yes. Well, two things. I, I certainly I enjoy running and I enjoy walking. Uh, when I do both, that is my time alone with myself and the opportunity yeah. to, to your point, to be downloaded into. And it's just, it's amazing when you get out and you have the opportunity to go running or just go walking. And normally when I, when I do that, I'll put on some headphones or I may listen yeah. again to some of the, uh, the YouTube of, uh, the late Dr. Miles Monroe or Les Brown or Eric Thomas. And I, I really and truly love things just to pour inside of me. And then sometimes I may not listen to anything and I just walk just to really and truly gain understanding or maybe it's some things, decisions that I'm thinking about making that I just want to spend yeah. some time by myself. But I enjoy doing that. I love to travel. I definitely enjoy traveling. Amen. I love the Caribbean yeah. islands. So um, I've had an opportunity to uh, visit several islands working uh, with the uh, Caribbean Sports Alliance. Uh, a good friend of mine, he was doing a lot of contract work, ministry work, uh, well, working with health and wellness on each of the islands. So just going there, and it's nothing like uh, traveling to the islands and having an opportunity to just detach away from everything. And just the vibe there is completely different. So I love doing that, or I love to golf. So I do enjoy golfing. Uh, from time to time, and those are kind of some of the things that I do to just to relax a little bit. So, well, I know something that you forgot. 
Oh, uh oh. You like to take pictures. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Beautiful yeah. <laughs> pictures. And I got to share this because actually, this is really, you guys, this is okay. I got to share this. All right. So, uh, Dr. Hicks and I met through uh, someone totally different, someone else, uh, Brandy. We were, Brandy Bench, we were going to have a quick lunch. And, you know, she's like, you know, I met her through a mutual friend, you know, Shatrice Buchanan, who are both, they're both cancer survivors. So shout out to them both for that. And um, we, we said we're going to meet at Panera Bread. And then when she gets there, she's like, oh, by the way, I invited, you know, a friend of mine, and he's going to come, and, and he's going to join us. Like, okay, cool. So we get there, we start talking, just find out all these amazing things. And one of the things I found out that we have in common is he likes to take pictures of the skyline, just nature, things like that. And um, I yes. truly believe that um, <laughs> that's how God speaks to us. So you did not say yes. that, so shame on you. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I should have said that. And, and to your point, I love doing that. I was, I think I shared with you one picture. I was in Kentucky and I was there for homecoming and I saw this truck and it was a tobacco truck. It, I guess yes. it was pulling a bale of tobacco. And it was just interesting because I think it had like a little uh, hazard sign on the back, but I took a picture and it was just so fitting because to your point, some of the things that we speak about, some of my quotes that I have, you know, you take yes. so many pictures, different places and believe it or not, it's amazing how your quotes will blend right with the pictures that you're taking. So yes. I definitely enjoy doing that. You're exactly right. <laughs> I left that out. Yes, I, yes, you did. So, you know, just putting those quotes on the pictures, it speaks volume. It just can speak to – because sometimes uh, we see things this, – this is what I say on my website. Or I have a website called uh, When Heaven Speaks. And this is what I say. Heaven is speaking. Are you listening? And we're listening with our eyes. Uh, because uh, I, 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 there have been so many times when I've just heard the voice of God just say, go outside. I've gone outside, and there's this beautiful sunset or this beautiful sunrise or this humongous storm cloud that I, I mean, just the formation of this cloud is just something I've never seen before. And I take these pictures, and I go back, <clears throat> and I look at them, and I pray about it. It's like, God, what are you saying? What are you trying to tell us in these pictures? And so um, I love it when you put your, 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 your quotes on the pictures because sometimes people may not even read the quote, but the picture will speak to yes. them. It will speak to the soul and speak to the spirit. So that is one thing, and you, and, and, and you take very good pictures. So, no, um, and now. you know what? You exactly. <laughs> I was going to say you're exactly right because in communication style, and I would just say this to add to what you're saying. So you got auditory, kinesthetic, and visual. So you have certain people that uh, they may be drawn to the quote because of, to your point, because of the picture, yeah. you know, or they yeah. may be just because they are able to read it, but we have to be able to speak to all communication styles. And that's one of the beauties yeah. of ensuring that you bring, um, that that you, that you bring just that you bring alive the image. As a matter of fact, the reason why I came with the uh, the quote book did it in color, and of course it was much more expensive. Opposed to doing it yeah. in black and white, I the words, and it was really truly being powered to the meaning of the words that I was trying to say. So again, yeah. you're right about that. You know, so the visual is very important. So. 
Now, you say that about your book, and it called, I, I, I totally agree with you 100%. The impact would not have been the same for it if it was not in color. I, I, just opening up and flipping the pages, and, and they just, and just the color, the intensity of what you put, the words, everything just speaks so much louder with them being in color, with the pictures, the, you know, just all of that. So um, thank you for doing thank that you. because I just think, like you said, just, it really did make a difference. Um, now, oh, um, I, all the time I, I have people that are listening who uh, they inbox me, they email me. How do, how do you write a book? I want to write a book. I don't know where to start. I don't have time. I need help. So what are some words of inspiration that you can give to others who are listening that may be inspiring to write? Well, and, and the thing about it is, first of all, you have to clear your mind of, of, of all of the distractions because sometimes even what we read from other people can be a distraction because it could, that can be, you know, what's uh, being the loudest voice in the room. So what I want to say, what is the thing that separates you apart from everyone else? You know, what is the thing that really and truly identifies you as that person? There's only one of you. So when you look into the things that you're going to write about, what is the thing that has had the most profound impact on your life? And you have to be willing to be transparent. Some of the things that you write about, you know, some, some people can perceive them as being embarrassing, but it's not embarrassing. Uh, it's called, you know, a testimony because you made it through. Uh, in life, you know, we go through a three-step process. You're justified, certified, and elevated. You know, the justification period is a yeah. storm that we go through, and the, you know, the certification is when you come through the storm. It's like when you didn't think you could make it, but you made it, and then the elevation is the opportunity that comes about from being obedient through the whole thing. But you just have to be transparent about what you're going to write about. Um, it, it could be, you know, we have mental illness that's taking place now. It could be anxiety. Uh, I really and truly I want to write a book on how to deal with anxiety and stress because yes, that's something yes, that I yes. dealt with when I was uh, when I was younger. But again, there's a lot of things that God will put on your heart that some of them you may look at it as it may be silly or some of the things may be to the point that you don't want to be transparent. But believe me, there's somebody out there that needs to hear that testimony, that somebody that's going through the same thing that you've gone through, that other books that have come out, they can't articulate it the way you articulate it. So this, you are the person that's going to push that person into their purpose. You're the person that can break through uh, those walls that no one else could break through. So that's why it's important to really and truly be real, be transparent, be authentic, and then write from your, from your passion, from, from your pain. Turn those things, I always say, you know, utilize the unacceptable as motivation. So, and be willing to be transparent because you can really and truly bless so many people by doing so. My man, that is so, so true. Yes, you can. Um, again, I want to remind our listeners that our, call, uh, our lines are open to call in 657-383-0898. Again, the number to dial in is 657-383-0898 if you have a question or a comment. Uh, we have an awesome uh, Dr. Corey Hickton, he's talking about his book, Vision of Inspiration. And this book is a 60 Days of Inspiration to just help spur your vision and motivate you to take action. Dr. Hicks believes that when it comes to your own potential for greatness, that vision plays a substantial role because it illustrates the significance of the power that you possess to see the potential within yourself. 
And his mantra is, what we see, believe, and confess will ultimately manifest. And I just want to tell you guys that this book will empower you and increase your faith like never before. Um, so, Dr. Hicks, I want you to um, to share if you have any upcoming events um, that you want to let us know about. And also, um, let, the, let the listeners know how they can connect with you and purchase your book. Okay. So I'm working on a, a podcast, and it's going to be coming out. Uh, pretty soon. I know we're going to collaborate to do some things. So I think that's going to really and truly bless a lot of people. I do have a conference that I just found out about it. I was invited to, and it's going to be in London in August. So I'm going to do, uh, it's going to be a shine, a shine conference. And uh, I had the opportunity to do a virtual conference probably about a year ago, but they're doing a live conference. So now uh, that's going to be something great. And they normally live stream that. So that'll be Awesome. Yeah. And then if anyone want to get in contact with me, they can reach me at my website at www.coachcorey, and that's Corey with an E, uh, coreyhicks.com. And then I'm also on Instagram under Coach Corey Hicks and also with Facebook. So you can reach me from any okay. one of those venues. Amen. And your book can be purchased from your website, correct? Yes. That's right. So my my book is on uh, www.coachcoreyhicks.com. So you can purchase it right off that, or if you just want to go, or you can purchase from Lulu, lulu lulu.com. And that's L-U-L-U.com. All right. So, listeners, again, uh, Vision of Inspiration, you can purchase on lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com, or you can visit uh, Dr. Hicks website at www.coachcoreyhicks.com to purchase the book as well. Now, we are down to our very last question of the evening. And I want (laughs) you to let the listeners know, what does the word conqueror mean to you? Wow. So when I think about a conqueror, conquering something, I think about somebody who, again, is in the elevation phase. You know, we talked about you're justified, certified, and elevated, meaning that you have slayed the dragon, that you have had the opportunity to persevere through the storm that you have gone through. And whatever that storm may have been, it may have been an illness. It may have been a death in the family. It may have been a traumatic event, stress, uh, anxiety, but you was able to persevere you withstood the storm, and you made it through. So to me, that's kind of like a celebration of perseverance, a celebration of grit, and just the understanding that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So I really and truly look at, you know, I, I love hearing conquer because to me that's a celebration and that's accomplishment. So, Amen. Yes, a celebration. That's right. And the Bible tells us that we are more than conquerors. So, um, and one thing I tell you, uh, you guys are all big on celebrating your wins, celebrating yourself, <laughs> you know, when you accomplish things. Uh, you have to do that. And uh, you don't just do that. It's not being uh, uh, prideful or boastful. When you celebrate yourself, there, there's a health benefit to doing so because there's a drug in your body called dopamine that's released when you do that, and that that is going to push you to continue to do that and strive for greatness. And so um, I just want to say thank you so much, Dr. Hicks, for being here with us on this evening, just an amazing testament of hope and healing and just 
uh, sharing your journey with us. I just want to thank you, you know, just for, for sharing your heart and just letting the listeners know, you know, how you got started, where you are now, and, and just dropping some nuggets on them, uh, you know, just to inspire and encourage <laughs> yeah. them to do the same thing. And um, I just want to personally encourage you to just keep pressing forward as you make an impact, you know, in the kingdom, keep teaching and keep inspiring those that you come in contact with. So I just want to say thank you and God bless you. And any last thing, uh, any last words you have for our listeners? Uh, just, just to encourage people, just remember you can't be both pitiful and powerful in the same body. You have to choose one. And mm. everyone has an innate gift. Everyone has that one thing that separates you apart from everyone else that makes you great, that makes you unique. You don't have to try to emulate anybody. What you have to do is find the thing that separates you apart from everyone else, and that is your gift. That is your God-given gift to the world. That is the thing that if you were not getting paid, you would do free. And it's kind of like in the Bible it talks about the parable of the hidden treasure. When a man found it, he sold all he had to have a, you know, to get a piece of it. And that's how people are. When we work in our element and when we work in our gift, you don't have to chase money. Money will chase you because that's your reward. Yes. The Bible says your gift will make room for you. So yes. work in your element. Find your gift. Find the thing that separates you apart from everyone else. And, uh, and when you do that, that you will live among day, what they said that'll be uh, uh, days of heaven on earth. So uh, yes. I really and truly believe that, you know, work into your purpose. <laughs> Amen. Well, thank you once again, and God bless you. And, and, again, we just thank you. And we will definitely be bringing you back on the show to continue. Most certainly. When you finish writing uh, your books on vision and values and versatility, I'm going to hold you to that, and I'm not going to let you forget <laughs> yes. about that. I'm going to be pushing you along the way with that. So, again, just thank you so much. Um, that is our show for this evening, everyone. Again, we just want to thank our guest on this evening, Dr. Corey Hicks, author of Vision of Inspiration. Um, he says we must have values, vision, and versatility to navigate through life effectively. His call is to inspire, encourage, and motivate others to keep pushing and just keep persevering. He says you don't want to leave this world empty. You cannot be pitiful and powerful in the same body. You don't want to leave and, and, just, and just rob someone of a blessing because you were disobedient to the call. Uh, and lastly, he states that what you see, believe, and confess will ultimately manifest. I pray that our show this evening has blessed you all. Thank you so much for listening to the Conqueror's Cafe. Be sure to visit our website at conquerorscafe.com and check out our resources, our prior shows, as well as our bonus content. And while you're there, do not forget to subscribe to our website to just stay updated on all of the great things that we're doing. We truly, truly enjoyed you all on this evening. Do not forget to join us every Sunday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for amazing testimonies of hope and healing. And as we close, I want you to remember, we all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, frustrations, and even sometimes destruction. We must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and we want to quit on this journey. You can do two things. Stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, 
or you can turn back to those familiar things that weren't good for you. Remember, the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Have an amazing week, everyone, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings as you continue to soar by the power of God, transforming your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Twyla Reed, your Tragedy to Strategy mentor. For speaking engagements or consultation, please email me at info at twylareed.com. And if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Good night. Take care. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you.
Your 